I'm excited about this new series on the generous life. Listen, everything in the kingdom of God comes from the heart, okay? Everything in life flows from your heart, all right? Listen, if you're not born again from your heart, then the Bible says you're not a Christian, okay? You have to believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And when you do that, then you become a born-again Christian. You become a child of God. Every virtue, if you will, every good thing that flows from the kingdom of God flows from your heart, okay? And so what we're going to do is we're going to show you several different things on living a generous life. D does it involve money? Well, of course it's going to involve money, but that is not all the generous life is. There's way more to it than just money. So if you would, let me give you just a simple definition for the word generous. It means to have a giving spirit or a giving heart, okay? It's a readiness to give. Now, again, not, not just money, okay? We're not talking about money. I'm talking about your time, your talent, uh, of course, your money, your treasure, but everything in your life, okay? It means to have a readiness to give. It means kindness toward others, uh, it's a human virtue. It's a Christian virtue to be a generous human being. Let me just tell you right up front, right now, while you're listening and uh, you're not distracted, one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is the gift of generosity. When you decide as a human being, I'm going to live a generous life. When you decide as a human being, I'm going to be a giver. When you decide as a human being, you're going to look through the eyes of generosity in your life. I'm telling you, it will change you. It'll change your heart. If you're looking for happiness, if you're looking for hope, if you're looking for peace, all those things come from having a generous heart. So let me just start out by asking this simple question. And I'm not looking for an answer, okay? I want you to think in your own heart, and I want to ask you, do you see yourself as a generous person? Do you see yourself living that way? Hey, Pastor Rusty, I'm glad I'm here tonight, but I, I live a generous life, and, and I'm a generous person. If you are, praise God. If you are, fantastic. If you think, well, man, Rusty, I, I'm not as generous as I'd like to be, I'm going to show you some things out of the Word of God that will help you. Now, here's what happens when you ask people if they're generous. Here's what happens. Well, Pastor, you know, as soon as I get more time, I'm going to be generous. Well, you know, as soon as I make more money, as soon as I get more money, as soon as I get my house paid off, as soon as I get my car paid off, as soon as I, I get things going better financially, I'm going, to, I'm going to be generous. As soon as I get caught up with whatever it is you think you need to get caught up with, I, I'm going to be generous. All right, let, let me debunk that, okay, right up front, all right? Do you know who's generous? generous people are generous. It has nothing to do with your income. It has nothing to do with your calendar. It has nothing to do with any of those things in your life changing. Then you're going to be generous, right? We, we all know that joke, right, about the person that plays the lottery, and, and they're not a generous person, but, man, as soon as I win the lottery, man, I'm going to help a lot of people, and I'm going to do a lot of good things. Well, generally, that's not true, Amen. So who's generous? Well, the generous person, the person who's decided that I'm going to be generous, that's who's generous. Now, 
Everybody in this room has a heavenly father. Okay, we've talked about him a lot this summer and this fall. Okay, you have a heavenly father who is generous. He's been generous toward you. He's been generous towards creation, towards the world. Your lintage, if you will, your family value system, if you will, is a value system of generosity. Now, I'm going to read a verse to you. Very, uh, how can I say this? This verse is so familiar that it hurts. What does that mean? Well, when you hear it, you're going to think, yeah, I know that. But I read something the other day that I want you to think about. Listen, you want the Word of God to go from your brain to your bones. All right, now, what do you mean by that, Pastor? Well, you can know the Bible in your head and nothing changes. Isn't that true? You can know verses, but those verses haven't impacted you or affected you. You want God's Word to go from your brain to your bones or to the inside of you. In other words, where it becomes a part of who you are and it impacts you. With that said, let me read you a very familiar verse and I'm gonna pull out something and show you something amazing. And it's none other than John 3, 16. What does it say? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's one of our main verses that we learn in Power Kids. Okay, in Power Kids right now, we've been on Luke 6.31, which is the golden rule, which is do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Well, when we start back next week, we've done that verse for several weeks, and we're going to move into John 3.16. Now, I know I just read the whole verse to you, but I want you to notice part of this verse, and I want, you, want to show you something. It says, God loved, and because he loved, he gave. God loved, and because he loved, he gave. Listen, one of the most primary things that happens in a generous person's life is they love. For God so loved, who did he love? We well, loved us. He loved the world, for God so loved the world. But to make that personal, you put your name in there. For God so loved Rusty, for God so loved Vicky, for God so loved Kurt and Megan, for God so loved Annie and Ruby, right? I can just go down the list. For God so loved us, what did he do? He gave. Okay, God is generous, and he's been generous with us. And he wants you to take that generosity and give it to others. Are you with me? For God so loved the world, he gave. When you love, you're going to give. Amen? All right, I want to show you another verse. I want to go to Proverbs eleven twenty-five. This is, I, I say this all the time, and I know. Thank you for bearing with me. Hey, this is one of my favorite verses. And I know you're like, Pastor, every verse in the Bible is your favorite verse. Okay, that's not true. But this is one of my favorite verses. And we use this verse all the time in Power Kids. Every single week before we do Power Kids, we meet as a group. We eat together. We, we break bread together. We pray together. And we remind ourselves of the promise in this verse in Proverbs eleven twenty five. Let me show you what it says. The generous soul will be made rich. 
and he who waters will also be watered himself. Could you go to 26, please? The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. Could you go back to verse 25 for me, please? I've known this verse for years. I've used it for years. We use it in Power Kids. Here's the simple truth of this verse. As you water others, you'll be watered also. As you water others, you'll be watered also. As you're generous with others, God will be generous back to you. Now, if you'd leave that verse on there, I just want to quote a verse, and it's Luke 6.38. And Luke 6.38 says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will men give unto your bosom. This verse right here in Proverbs 11 says that as you water others. Now, let me explain it to you. Every Wednesday night, we do Power Kids. And I've got probably anywhere on any given Wednesday night, we'll have 10 to 15 volunteers who'll come. And I've had volunteers who are in high school. I've had volunteers in junior high. We have volunteers who are adults. Uh, we can have young adults up to older adults my age. And on Wednesday, we show up and we water other people's children. All right, how do we do that? Well, uh, I've got adults outside watching them on the playground, watching them play basketball. Uh, we have a store, and somebody runs the store. Uh, we've got people helping give them food and feed them. And uh, we have a group of adults who take time to pour their life into other people's children. Proverbs says, as they water other people's children, their children will be watered also. Listen, you can apply the promise of this verse to any area of your life. Any area of your life. Your time, your talent, your treasure. When these folks show up, now listen, now I'm not trying to leave you out. You say, well, hey, you know, Pastor, I don't, you know, I don't volunteer at Power Kids. Yeah, but if you give in the offering, you're helping at Power Kids. If you pray, you're helping at Power Kids, all right? So it's not that you've got to show up on Wednesday night to help. Now, if you want to, we'd love to have you. I said last week that I'd love to invite all of you to come to a service to see what God's doing. But the thing is this, in this verse in Proverbs, how do you live a generous life? You water others. And as you water others, you will be watered also. Isn't that powerful? I love the promise of that verse. Now, would you put up verse 26 for me, please? It says, the people will curse him who withholds grain. Another translation says hoards, okay? The people will curse him who hoards grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. Now, what this is talking about is somebody involved in business, and what it's saying is, is people who hoard what they have and they won't share it with others, they won't even sell it to someone else, what does it say? It says the people will curse that person, but blessing is on the head of those who is what? Who's generous, all right? Those who sow, those who love, those who reach out, those who decide, hey, I want to be like my father and I want to live a generous life and I want to look for opportunities. Now, let me explain something to you. Okay, God is a giver. He always has been. 
The devil is a thief. He steals. And men are hoarders. Okay, no matter how much men have, when I say men, I mean humanity. I don't mean just men in general. I mean everybody, okay? Well, here's what happens to people. The more they get, the more they want, and they're never satisfied, and there's never enough. The Bible says in Proverbs that the fire is never satisfied. Okay, a couple of days ago, we got into a snow and an ice storm, and I had my fireplace cleaned out, and it was all primed and ready to use, and I had a cord of firewood in the backyard, and so I started burning my fireplace, and I burned it most of that first day, and I had to keep feeding wood into that fire, because if you'll build a fire, it'll usually last about 90 minutes to two hours. <laughs> then it begins to die down. And as it dies down, you've got two choices. You either let it die or you feed it more wood. Now, if you want that fire to continue to go, you've got to give it more and more and more wood. And you can literally burn up all your firewood in a couple of days if you keep that fire going the entire time. Now, here's what's interesting. Proverbs says the fire is never satisfied. You know, I don't go to the fireplace with some wood and the fire say, oh, my gosh, Pastor Rusty, we've had enough, okay? I mean, don't put any more wood on us. We have burned all we want to burn. That, that doesn't happen, Right? I mean, I could break up my house and throw it in the fire. I could break up the neighbor's house, and it would, I could burn up everything in my addition, and the fire would never be satisfied. Okay, men can be the very same way. All right, God gives, the devil steals, and men hoard. Okay, let me show you how to break that off your life. How do you break greed and hardness and hoarding off your life? By deciding to live a generous life. As you water others, you'll be watered also. Listen, one of the greatest ways to release the blessing of God in your life is to look for opportunities to be generous. It's that simple. Now, one of the things that I've been praying over the last, I would say it's been the last couple of months, I've been praying something. Here's what I've been praying. I've been asking the Lord to help me see him in my daily life. All right, let me explain. I'm not talking about, you know, being entertained or anything like that. I'm talking about, you know, paying bills, going to Walmart, you know, going to work, your daily life. Everybody in this room leads a daily life. And I've been asking God, God, would you help me to see you in my daily life. Because the Bible, what does the Bible say? Well, it says that Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Okay, when you get up and go to work tomorrow, God is with you. If you get up and stay home tomorrow, God is with you. Jesus said he'd never leave us and he'd never forsake us. But I asked the Lord, Lord, help me to see you. Well, here's what happens. When you begin to pray that, you begin to see like you've never seen before. That's exactly what's been happening to me. <clears throat> now, it's almost like a paradigm shift. Now, let me explain to you what that means. You begin to see things differently. Many years ago, back in the late 90s, uh, Vicki and I bought a new Ford Explorer. 
and I believe it was in 98. And it was kind of a wheat tan color. Well, I absolutely loved the color of it and was just so excited to buy it and, and just excited with the color. And, and when I'm driving it home, I'm thinking, man, you know, this thing is beautiful and I'm so glad to have it. And, you know, I just, there's not very many of these around. And, and you know, I bet there's just not that many that are this color. And, uh, and I got home with it. All right, everybody in this room knows what happened. Well, the next week, I probably saw 25 explorers that were exactly the same color and looked exactly like the one I bought. Okay, I had never noticed them before until I bought that one. Then when I bought that one, I saw them everywhere. It's exactly the same way with God. God, help me to see you in my daily life. And it will create a shift in your mind and it will open your eyes and you'll see God more than you've ever seen him before. Then here's what happens. You will move into a place of having opportunities to be more generous. Now, let me remind you, what's it mean to be generous? To have a giving spirit, to have a readiness or an eagerness to give, and to have a kindness towards others, and it's a virtue. Okay, you'll begin to look for opportunities. What if you even ask God that? Hey, God, give me opportunities to be generous, and he will show you ways and in areas that you can do it. Now, I'm gonna show you another verse. I want to go to Acts 20, verse 35. We're talking about the generous life. Acts 20, 35. Listen to what this says. Now, Paul is writing. He says, I've shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, there's a lot in that verse, but I only want you to see one thing. I want you to see the quote of Jesus Christ. What did he say Jesus said? He said, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Jesus Christ said that. That's talking about living a generous life. It's talking about having a generous mindset, having a generous heart. Doesn't mean you give all your money away. Doesn't mean you help every single person you know. Doesn't mean you give your car away. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an attitude in your heart that you're looking for ways to be kind. You're looking for ways to reach out to others. You're looking for ways to be a blessing. And God will show you things that you can do. And you'll begin to move into a place where you'll live a more generous life. And listen, I have a guarantee you will be blessed. You'll be happy. God's grace and thanksgiving will be on you like you've never seen before. Simply by making a decision to do what? To be generous. Hey, God, I want to live a generous life. What did Jesus say? He said it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Now, probably everybody in here have received things before, and that's always good. But Jesus said that when you give, it's even better. And you know when you've given how much of a difference it makes in your life. So tonight, I just want to encourage you, okay? I want you to begin to look for ways to be generous. Look for ways to be kind to others. Look for ways to reach out to other people. Look for ways with your time. Look for ways with your talent. Look for ways with your finances. 
Hey, God, how can I reach out to somebody else? God, would you use me to be more generous? Would you use me to be a giver? Because as you do that, you, I'm telling you, you won't be sorry. Amen? Amen? Amen. Praise God. All right, close your eyes. Let me pray for you. Father God, I want to thank you tonight, Lord, for your love and your grace in our lives. Father, I'm so thankful for Thursday night church. Father God, I want to pray over every person here what I've been praying, that God, you would help them to see you in their everyday life, that when they get up tomorrow and they go through their Friday, Father, whatever that looks like, that God, you would show up and they would see you in ways that they've never seen you before. Father God, I also want to ask that you'd give us opportunity tomorrow to be generous. Lord, it could be a simple smile. It could be a hello. Uh, I don't know what it is, Lord, but you'd show us and give us opportunities to begin to live a generous life, to begin to have a heart of virtue, a heart of giving, a heart of grace, and that, God, we would move into a place of being generous people. Father God, I'm so thankful for what you're doing in our lives. Lord, that your hand is on us in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Would you all stand up, please? Hey, man, I'm so glad y'all were here. I love you. Go and be blessed.